0: Welcome to another episode of the MVP Show. Today I'm speaking with Kill Deep from Cloud Fonts. He's uh, been an MVP uh, for a bit over a year, uh, and it's quite interesting this episode because we talk specifically around PSA and uh, project operations, which is coming shortly uh, in the dynamic suite of products. Full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guide.com/247. get on with the show kildeep welcome to the mvp show
1: thank you thank you mark
0: good to have you on the show tell us first of all where in the world do you live and what's the most famous thing is your area known for
1: yep i um i belong to mumbai i reside there um, and i've been born brought up here well, the most famous thing here is uh, <clears throat> you would love the street foods that we have in India. Um, and uh, and one of the famous most visiting places, Gateway of India, which is uh, nearby the seacoast. And there are a lot of uh, sea boats ri- uh, lying there around and you can take a nice ride there. There's a famous um, hotel, uh, Taj, which is right opposite to Gateway of India. So, yeah, it's it's nice.
0: So did Mumbai, is that the city that was renamed?
1: Yes, it was Bombay earlier, and then it got renamed to Mumbai.
0: So so tell me a bit about the renaming. Why was it Bombay first and then renamed to Mumbai?
1: Well, um, when the Britishers were here, they were ruling India for more than 100, 150 years. Uh, when they were here, they named it Bombay. And uh, when... Um, uh, Couple of It's a political decision, basically. And a couple of politicians who took over, uh, they said um, being a part of Maharashtra. Um, so, you know, there is a Maharashtra state in India, which is uh, dominated by Maharashtrian. So in Maharashtrians community, they don't call it Bombay. Uh, they call it Mumbai. So uh, they got into the renaming of Bombay to Mumbai.
0: Mm. So here's an interesting thing. Is that where I was brought up in New Zealand, uh the location was called Bombay in New Zealand. And it was predominantly um settled by Indian people. So 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 it was, yeah, it was very interesting for me because you know, knowing Bombay was because all my friends around me were Indian, and then you know, and I and I knew at that point it was named after Bombay in India. And then and then, of course, Bombay got renamed to Mumbai.
1: <laughs> yes. So a lot of airports also got renamed here uh, in uh, India, in Mumbai specifically after um, a leader, um, Ms. Chhatrapati Shivaji Maharaj, who, uh, who was a good warrior. He, good, uh, he got good forts from Mughal emperors and all. Um, back to uh, the back to us and uh, the airport international airport is renamed after him
0: mm, mm, okay very interesting so tell me what is your area of specialty in the Microsoft Biz Apps ecosystem
1: mm so PSA is my forte in Microsoft dynamics uh, CRM and that's what I uh, thrive on um it's been almost more than four and a half. To close to five years, I am looking after PSA. Um, it was V2 when I started my evaluation with the uh, software. And um, since then, I figured out that Microsoft's documentation when V2 came out was not that great. And uh, I had to do and delve myself a little bit more to get an understanding of what that product is so when the product is new, I hope you understand that you don't know whatever you are doing is right or wrong. So uh, it's a pretty um, lengthy product, um, right from the sales cycle to the project management cycle <coughs> to the invoicing and all of those aspects, you know. So each and every step is uh, needs accuracy. Because everything is tied to your invoicing, the time entry, the resource allocations. And so at that point, I felt I was left alone. And then I had to um, figure out everything by doing myself each and every step. At that point, I started making notes. Uh, And at the end of the evaluation, I looked at notes and I saw that this is a pretty good 50-60 page notes that I have which I actually formulated in an ebook and which I published um, on the website. Um, and a lot of people downloaded more than 500 plus downloads of my ebook um, uh, till date. and still people are downloading downloading it um, B it we have reached in V3. Uh, but the V2 level of configuration of PSA, Still is not obsolete, so uh, we still use uh, that book to do the configuration. Even I sometimes go and refer to that book, uh, even if even after so many years. So,
0: so but hasn't PSA changed names recently, or or isn't it a different product, or, or what's what are the changes that happen with uh, Project Service Automation?
1: Well, that's a good point. Uh, market is coming up with new product called as Project Operations, so. PSA hasn't changed names, Uh, it's going to be obsolete in next two years, meaning um, we are getting uh, project operations in the market, which is a beautiful product. So let me tell you first what, why they are doing it, why PSA is getting obsolete, so we understand why project operations is coming in and what is in project operations. So PSA uh, as a product had a couple of features which was not that great. So how PSA was formed was there was a need in the market for a good project management software tied to the sales cycle and tied to the uh, invoicing. Now they they did good on the sales front. So still they are doing good on the sales front. Everything is excellent. Now when you shift to the project management part, uh, tying the sales to the project management the project management has the WBS feature, which they create, um, uh, and it's not that robust because you know the world in pro- uh, world for project managers is all lying around MS projects. So we are all used to do project management or WBS creations uh, in the uh, MS project, which is pretty pretty robust and settled well. So why would a project management do project manager do um, uh, the WBS in a substandard product? It has a lot of complexity. It is not that robust enough. So that is one part. Okay. Then if you move further, there's invoicing tied to it. So after you do the time entries and all uh, milestones, billings and all your invoicing is there. Now, invoicing has a lot of features that is lacking. Now, if you understand US has a lot of complex laws in terms of, uh, you know, taxation, uh, which is not being taken care of in PSA while invoicing. There are a lot of other features, uh, revenue recognition, for example, part payment, um, uh, many, many other features. So what they took a decision now, now PSA uh, hence has not been accepted globally, wholeheartedly, but a lot of feedback has been put forward to the world because uh, uh, they need such products in the market and there is a a gap uh, with that front in the market so what they did now is they kept the sales part as it is in the project operations and uh, uh, what they did is now we've moved to project management they said all right the stuff that is there will not work we need to get something robust so they We've got Project Online, which is uh, uh, a product from Microsoft and is pretty, pretty uh, nice uh, as MS Project is. Uh, so they, they are allowing us to do the um, WBS in Project Online. So they are directly connecting that API uh, from within Dynamics uh, P, uh, Project Operations to Project Online. So we can do the pro- scheduling there, Gantt Gant charting there. Um, what they have done, another beautiful thing is they have bought the Kanban board right inside uh, the uh, schedule, uh, schedule uh, WBS schedule. And uh, so, you know, you don't need to switch between your uh, uh, Agile tools at any given point of time. Of course, it is not that robust enough. Uh, so for small projects uh, that you need to do your Agile management, you can still be in the project and do your Agile project management. But um, yeah, this pretty sophisticated that is coming up now. So a lot of features that were not there, like marking the project task is complete and stuff was not there, which is now coming up. So that's with project uh, uh, management. Now the third piece, which is invoicing, will also derive it name, its name as project operations, I'll tell you. So what they have done is, there is a sophisticated and robust accounting platform, which FNO offers finance and operations offers the world knows about it and um, they said why not use finance and operations for the robust accounting platform so we don't have to discover or uh, reinvent the wheel so they did an super integration between PSA that was existing so the word PSA itself is wrong. So the sales cycle and the project management cycle was super and seamlessly integrated with FNO's accounting platform via dual-write. So, yeah. So now, now, so what happens is the name then came up from project, online's project. And FNO's uh, finance and operations operations, and then they merged it together and called it as project operations. So this is the story behind getting a project operations. Now, with terms of support, there is only two years of support after October, when they have announced their general availability, uh, that they are going to be supporting PSA. um, And thereafter, they will stop the support of PSA. Okay, so project
0: operations, does that seamlessly integrate to Microsoft Project? As in, you know, the software app, desktop application?
1: Yeah. So it is Project Online and not a Microsoft Project. So there is a difference.
0: So there's a difference between Microsoft Project, which is still a product that you can buy. I think it's uh, showing around $10 per user per month. Um, and, And that's actually now Project Online rather than just project the piece of software like you would have with, you know, Word or Excel. Correct. Okay. Okay. And that are are those two products going to seamlessly be integrated with project operations.
1: Yes. So it's, it's already inside it. We don't have to do an integration. They have brought that piece inside uh, the system. So you just need to go to your project, click on your task button, which where you can do the scheduling and it'll connect to the project online from within the system itself. You don't need to do anything. So the licensing will take care of it to get it inside.
0: Yeah, excellent. So tell me then about how what was your journey to becoming an
1: MVP? Well, um, it's an exciting journey. Um, It's not for someone who is not enthusiastic about a couple of things, like uh, learning new things, sharing it, and helping others. I think that's the mantra of what an MVP is called. Okay, Uh, I have never talked to any MVP who has... Started his journey to become an MVP. Okay. Um, was because um, the person, there is a lot of self motivation required to uh, go somewhere. And that was with me because I was so much into this product. I felt, all right, if I am discovering something every day, why wouldn't the world know about it? So I kept on sharing it. Um, the information that I had, a lot of blogs I have written, the ebook just came out of that practice. Then there were a lot of community help on, my, on our Dynamics community channel. I kept on answering a lot of questions to them. Uh, and hence, I felt, well, that's a good way of moving ahead. And then somebody seeded, my, uh, seeded me this thought of, why not Kuldeep, you you try for an MVP? This never came to my mind also. And then I just give, gave it a shot and at that point, anybody could refer you uh, for an MVP. Um, now they have changed the rule that only the FTEs and the MVPs can only nominate you. But that time, um, anybody can could nominate you, and there was um, pretty strenuous uh, scrutiny that they used to do. Uh, many a times, my form was not taken up; the information was in, un, uh, you know, not complete, and then. Somehow, after applying in next 10 months, there was an announcement made that an MVP uh, is announced and you have got that award. It was such an exciting thing. Um, Well, becoming an MVP is not important, but then what happens is when you are awarded with something that you really deserve, your momentum and motto in life changes and you do too many things after that. That's that's how I I feel. Um, becoming an MVP is, uh, um, you know, it's it's a life changing. So,
0: so when you say you do too many things, is there just like so many opportunities that that uh, is made available to you?
1: No, it's not about that. Uh, so see, one of the examples now uh, we are doing a podcast, so uh, people start knowing you. There are a lot of uh, connects that you build. And those connects can be used in very various ways in terms of enhancing your product knowledge, uh, um, um, many many other ways. Like you, I have la we um, a channel um, uh, and community called as D three sixty five Champs, and there are a lot of MVPs in that. And we are doing good sessions, good meetups. Um, so not only about PSA that you come to know, then you know many other people. You must be knowing about some technology. There are X, Y, Z people who know about other technologies. So you keep on meeting of those people, which regularly, there are a lot of people who are working in Dynamics, but they, if they are not MVPs, um, you you will not go and pick them up because uh, it's a feather in your cap and, you know, they, it shines well. So people get noticed. So hence, I was noticed and I got involved in many channels of such sort. So I could do more community activity. So that's that's actually a good. And then um, uh, big companies uh, call you to get their issues resolved. Um, and so uh, we do it as, again, a big community activity. You feel proud about it. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Was there, once you became an MVP and, you know, you started being invited to the various tools and environments that Microsoft offers, was there anything that surprised you or wasn't what you expected when joining the MVP program?
1: No. So I was aware of what, um, what will happen post that, um, and one of the examples is the project operations for the preview program that they invited me, um, With that, I will take a little diversion into giving this explanation that becoming an MVP is also not an easy piece of cake. You need to do more than what you were then doing uh, for your community. Uh, You definitely have to strive harder to prove that, yes, this is your award. Uh, For example, the project operations preview came in. We had to sit down for more than five hours daily after the office hours, because there were sessions going on for MVP preview program for project operations. And it was con- full week that you had to sit down. So it is, again, a very, very, very strenuous activity that you have to do for uh, uh, that. And so has it been worth it? Definitely, definitely. So it's an exciting thing that you know things wo- well wo- uh, before the world knows about it. And then, um, yeah, it's a nice thing. I was pretty excited also about project operations coming in because it is my uh, area, play area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, That that's that's so exciting. I mean, you're particularly involved in a product that's going to grow more and more. Microsoft are investing a lot, you know, with um project operations coming to market so it must be very exciting for you true true excellent well it's been great talking to you i always like to wrap up these sessions with some quick fire questions that are very random and uh if you don't have an answer to them you can just say pass okay sure (laughs) okay first one would you rather be rich or famous famous okay what's your dream car
1: uh bentley
0: Mm, very nice, It's the same as my brothers <laughs> If if you could write a book If you decided to write a new book What would you write it on?
1: I'll write about myself, my journey till date
0: I like it Who would you like to play in a movie? If you could be a movie star, who would you like to play?
1: Amitabh Bachchan Who is this? He's a Bollywood actor, very renowned Just read uh-huh. about it, you will love him
0: Is he handsome?
1: He is, 6 feet, <laughs> six three. <laughs> <laughs> wow
0: Yes. Um, What are you most worried about with the next generation?
1: Um, They are too much into technology, um, into computers, into system, and they don't know what is going outside. So their play area has also become the technology. I don't deny the fact that technology is not important, but I feel physical playing of kids uh, outside is also important, equally important, which 90s kids do understand. That's what I fear about
0: yeah yeah makes sense is there any book you've read recently that you would recommend
1: yes um i've read a book um measure what matters um uh, it's about uh, um, implementing objectives and key results okrs uh in your organization and being for being a good entrepreneur You need to read that book. It's a very good book. Um, I forget the author's name, um, but it's a very good book. You should read it.
0: Excellent. I'll look it up and put a link in the show notes. Yep. Uh, Kildib, it's been great having you on the show. If people want to connect with you online, where's the best place that they can connect with you?
1: Well, they can connect me uh, on LinkedIn um, and on Twitter as well. I, I am available on Facebook as well. So, yeah. Even um, I have my website, uh, b365feeds.com. They can read my blogs there. And uh, I have all my connects uh, on my website. Uh, so they can uh, connect me there.
0: Hey, thanks Glenn for listening to the MVP show. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Full show notes can be found at nz365guy.com forward slash 247. See you next time.